0: back to the soccer brothers podcast this is episode number 26 i'm your host soccer Tarn. and as always i'm joined by my brother nihol how you doing Nihal?
1: uh i'm doing okay uh you know it's, it's a little bit difficult to focus on soccer right now with all the events that uh uh occurred uh, last night uh, especially in uh france um i mean that's that's what we've heard about the most um and uh yeah it's a difficult time uh but i think it's a time where uh Soccer can, can bring people and can bring a country together. Uh, France will still play on Tuesday against England, um, which is good to see. You can't really give in to terrorism, otherwise they win. Um, and then one of the best things I saw uh, last night was um, the uh, French fans evacuating the stadium singing uh, La Marseillaise or the French National Anthem, which was really cool to see. Um, and obviously you could hear an explosion um, during the French France-Germany match, um, so, yeah. I mean, it, it's a difficult time, um, and it's, it's yeah. hard to focus on soccer. Um, but the sport continues, as Ian Dark says. It's a little surreal. Um, but uh, it, it does continue.
0: Yeah. Our thoughts will be, you know, with all those people who passed away or know people who passed away. Yeah. And just with the country in general. I mean, I'm sure everyone's distraught, so.
1: yeah. Um, it was a scary situation, yeah. and, you know, honestly, there were more people in Paris that I knew than I realized, um, so, uh, you know, of course, I'm glad they're all safe, um, but it's just a terrible, terrible situation. All right, so we, we have to move forward. Uh, the U.S. obviously played a match last night, a uh, World Cup qualifier, but before we get into that, you guys should go check out AmbitiousStrike.com, that's A-M-B-I-T-I-O-U-S, stryk.com. They have some great clothing, some great shirts. Uh, they, they also have uh, women's tank tops. Um, and if you want 15% off on your entire purchase, make sure to use the promo code BROTHERS at checkout. Um, it's a really great company, uh, and we're glad we're partnered with them.
0: All right. Uh so before we actually talk about the game, we have a little piece of news in terms of MLS, Montreal Impact, who were recently eliminated from MLS playoffs. Hired Maro Biello as their full time head coach before he was just an interim head coach. What do you think about this move for the uh, impact?
1: I, I the think MLS. it's a great move. Uh he obviously he did very well with the impact. Um he got him past Toronto FC um twice, once to secure home field in the uh, play-in match uh, or in the wild card match. Uh and then one two, I guess it's not really a play in match it was a wild card match um, and uh, of course uh, he won against Columbus at home um, so tac- he's been lauded for his tactical ability uh, and um, I'm excited to see what this team can do, especially r- people forget that Justin Mapp um, was never w- was injured this year. Um, and, uh, you know, he was a big part of their team, and once he comes back, he's going to be great for them. And also Cameron Porter, the rookie who was lighting it up at the beginning of the year, also got injured against New England, um, injured his knee, so he will be back next season. So they'll have all, hopefully they'll have all their players um, that they had this season uh, that were a big part of their team, and they'll have those two big pieces back. So uh, it's exciting times in Montreal. Yeah, Definitely.
0: All right, why don't we move to the U.S. First World Cup qualifier game in Missouri. They beat St. Vincent the Grenadines 6-1. to Olex Anderson opened up the scoring for St. Vincent the Grenadines in the 5th minute. Bobby Wood tied in the 11th minute. Bobby and Johnson had one in the 29th minute. Uh, Josie Alcindor scored his first of two in the 31st. Jeff Cameron scored off a header in the 51st. Zardes in the 58th. And then Alcindor completed his brace with the 74.
1: Yeah, um... So yeah, you just, you went through the scoring. It was interesting. Six different, or sorry, five different scorers for the uh, U.S. uh, national team, which is cool to see. Um, uh, I mean, I I don't think there's too much you can take away from this match, to be honest. Uh, St. Vincent, I mean, they're part-time players. Um, Obviously, they did well to get to this point, but um, yeah, I, 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 you really can't take away a whole lot. Um, That being said, I think one one of the bright spots was... The whole match was a bright spot, I guess. Um, But one of the uh, best... The best player in the match was uh, Fabian Johnson uh, playing in that advanced role in midfield. And I think that's definitely his best position. And um, I I don't know if Tim Reams, your left back going forward, um, but we definitely need to um, nail down that position. uh, And once we do, um, we can... uh, and once we do, we can play Fabian Johnson in midfield. Uh, and, uh, hopefully, um, I mean, that's, that'll, that'll give us a lot of, a lot of width. It'll give us, um, some more creativity in the midfield going forward. Uh, cause he really, he re- can create a lot. He really does create his own chances and chances for other people more than any other, uh, any other player really on the national team. And, uh, one thing I, uh, uh, one thing that sticks out in my mind, not from last night, but um, from when we were playing Bosnia and Herzegovina, um, do you remember that run he made into midfield and then laid it off to uh, Bradley and then Bradley to Josie and Josie's? Yeah. I mean, and you see those runs a lot from Fabian Johnson when he's playing in midfield. He doesn't have to worry necessarily about his defensive uh, responsibility as much. Um, he can still track back and help out whoever's playing left back. Uh, but he is, he's by far I think our best player right now and also... Um, he really should be in midfield. Um, another thing was DeAndre Yedlin at right back. Uh, shaky start. Uh, obviously got beaten by Seattle Sounders two-player Olex Anderson, um, who probably will be promoted to the full team uh, pretty soon. Um, but uh, it was a rough start for him. Yeah. But I'm glad to see him starting at right back because he really, uh, as Taylor Twelman put it, he really doesn't understand the nuances of, of, uh, of midfield. He can't, he doesn't create. Uh, he's better when the, when the game is in front of him, when he can overlap, as I've been saying. Um, I think right back is his best position. That's where he's playing for Sunderland, um, and it was nice to see him uh, succeed there. Yeah,
0: uh, yeah he, he bounced back right after that. He assisted Bobby Wood's goal, and he lost well, Oh, that was yeah. a great goal.
1: I think that was the best goal of the match. Um, yeah. So that was a great cross to Bobby Wood. Um, well, actually, uh, Josie's last goal, I mean... Yeah, that was nice. I mean, it was a deflection, but it, it was really... Yeah, it was yeah. a really nice uh, uh, turn there. Um, yeah, and th- that was the other thing I was going to get to was uh, Josie. Uh, obviously scoring a brace, um, so getting to that 30-goal mark um, in 88 caps. Uh, Landon Donovan got there in 87, um, so to put that into perspective. Although Josie is a striker, and Landon Donovan wasn't always a striker, so... Uh, I, I'm not. I'm not saying Josie is anywhere near as good as Lena Donovan, um, but uh, it, it was a great night for him, um, and uh, yeah, he was able to score two goals. He he his hold up play was good. Uh, he was connecting well. Obviously, he's Josie outdoors, so he has errant passes. He dives, um, which which you know ended up uh, resulting in a goal, the free kick goal by Fabian Johnson. Um, but you know, like I said, th- there's not too much to take away. Uh, uh, we we completed 92% of our passes. We had 83% possession. Um, I think 83% of our passes took place uh, in the final third. Yeah, 83%, 86% in the attacking half. Um, 916 passes uh, to 188 to St. Vincent and the Grenadine. 26 crosses to two. Um, They only had 18 passes in our final third. Uh, So... It, it is what it is. You obviously you play you play who's ahead of you. Um, hopefully it'll give some players uh, um, some confidence. Uh, and the other thing is uh, hopefully uh, Jermaine Jones is okay. I think that's one of the worrying things. He uh, pulled up a little bit on his hamstring, uh, went off the field and then came back on and it was just really standing in in, in the back line, not really doing anything. Um, so uh, hopefully he's he's okay. If not, it'll be interesting to see. Uh, what kind of tactics uh, Klinsman deploys, uh, whether he just brings in Beckerman to sit next to Bradley, or uh, he brings in Beckerman and then goes to a three-man midfield with Bradley and Nagby in there, um, and then maybe uh, Josie with uh, two wingers. Because uh, Trinidad, Trinidad is not a tough match, and I w- or it's not an easy match, excuse me, and I would not be surprised if we lost that. Um, so, yeah. Uh, yeah, I mean... It was a good result. Yeah. So before we
0: move on from Gedlin, it just seems like, you know, defending... I mean, just, yeah, just in general, defending has been always one of his weak points. And you're right, that he does look better when he's attacking as a fullback. So do you think with him at fullback, we'll kind of always uh, have to deal with his defensive lapses?
1: Well, look, yeah. I mean, I, that's that's obviously concern right now, Um But that's something he can develop, his one-on-one defending. He's playing right now for a team in the midst of a relegation battle, uh, so he's going to be defending a lot this year. Um, And I think having that experience, he'll slowly start to get better. And I think playing right back for the U.S. uh, is a must because um, he'll get more experience there, and also he'll be able to maybe go forward uh, a little bit more than he can at Sunderland. Um, But yeah, his his positioning tends to be... Um, not that great. Uh, his one-on-one defending is also not that great, but he has a lot of talent uh, going forward, and um, uh, you know, speed is is something that we don't really have on the back line. Um, so it's it, especially if Tim Ream playing left back. Um, although Tim Ream, I thought was excellent too. I, you know, it, yeah. you should be you should I be mean, excellent. It's really
0: yeah. I mean, I want I. Wonder, I can... I mean, I understood the substitutions that Jurgen made. He wanted to get Nagby's first cap. He wanted to cap-tie Miazga, which I'll talk about in a second. But I wanted to see
1: Shea in this game. Uh, Left-back?
0: Yeah. Uh,
1: Yeah, you know, I I think that would have been uh, interesting to see. Um, I still think we could see it. Uh, The problem was Shea didn't really play left-back at the end of the year for Orlando when he came back from injury. Um, uh, We don't know how comfortable he is in that position. Um, I think we need to definitely find another option whether it be Greg Garza he was so good in those friendlies hopefully he can get back to form um or I mean I don't know who who are our other options even besides Fabian Johnson obviously who can slot in there um but yeah I, I think you're you're hard-pressed to find uh other options at, at, at left back at the youth level a lot of the players aren't really uh starters so uh yeah it's, yeah, it's definitely... It has been a problem position. It is, has been the problem position for us. Uh, I mean, Timmy Chandler's there. Um, he's an option. Uh, yeah, but aside, aside from that, I, I don't really... I don't really see any options. I think... Also, another interesting thing that uh, I'm just thinking about is if... Uh, um, because If Jermaine Jones is hurt, if uh, Klinsman doesn't start Miazga and play Cameron in midfield... Uh, he obviously played very well in midfield against Panama in the last World Cup cycle, um, so I think that that could be that could be interesting, and maybe maybe he's the answer at defensive mid going forward, and he uh, can take over for Beckerman. And uh, you know, we're getting deeper and deeper at center back. We have Beisler, uh, and of course Omar Gonzalez. We have Michael Orozco, and then we have younger guys like Miazga, John Brooks, uh, yeah, Alvarado. Exactly. So. Um, the other interesting thing was Matt Beasley playing <laughs> defensive mid for a little while. I mean, do you think maybe that's a thing that's going to happen? Uh, I, I I'm not saying I, I, it should happen. Um, yeah, I, I mean, think I mean Cameron's played there, so why why the hell wouldn't you play him there? Um, but you know, Klinsman is Klinsman. Klinsman does what Klinsman does. Uh, I mean, I mean, I, I can't blame him for experimentation when you're playing. By- no, no, you can't. Yeah, I agree with that.
0: Um, but, uh, yeah, why don't we move on to um, Darlington Nagby's first appearance in okay. the U.S. Men's National
1: Team. Okay. Well, wait, one, one more quick so th- thing. Co- I think we could see Matt Bezos at left back, too, at some point in the cycle. Or, you know, a three-man back line. So, okay.
0: Yeah, that would be interesting,
1: yeah.
0: Um, yeah, so I thought he looked a little bit shaky, and I know, I know it's his first... It just seemed like he wasn't, like, taking on people. He, he was mostly, like, passing it back to Yedlin on his side or... Into the midfield, and I think you can be explosive versus teams like these. And I would like to see him bring that spark that you've been talking about for months before this cap actually happened.
1: Okay. Well, look, um, he, he. Uh, I thought he was okay. I, I, I think. Um, yeah, I mean,
0: he, he didn't do anything wrong. Well,
1: he was moving play forward. He did more. take on defenders a couple of times. But what he is best, he can take on players. He has that ability. But what he's best at is moving the ball quickly in midfield and finding pockets of space and being able to exploit the defense's uh, uh, weaknesses um, and being able to move the ball forward from a central midfield position. Remember, he was playing outside midfield, um, and that's something he hasn't played in a while. Uh, and we've, we've seen that he's been more effective in, in a more central role. Um, yeah. that being said, yeah, you're right here. I mean, he didn't look great. I mean, it was, uh, Saint, it was St. Vincent and the Grenadines, so, you know, I wish he took on a couple of players a little bit more. Um, but, you know, it's, uh, it's, um, yeah, it's his first match. It's, it, there's obviously some nerves there, um. And I'm just excited to see what he can do going forward, uh, to be honest, because uh, it's, it was good to get him into the fold. I thought he looked confident on the ball. And you can just tell that he has the best first touch on the team. Um, maybe he, he and Michael Bradley. He, the ball sticks to his foot. You, you think – I thought, saw a tweet by some analyst saying Zardes has worse first touches uh, – worse first touch than some, re, some good high school players. Um, I mean, I don't, know, I don't know about that, but maybe. I mean, I, I guess it's possible. Because his, his, uh, his first touch really is terrible. It, yeah. It, like, it it stops counterattacks. It stops opportunities. And, and, yeah, speaking of Zardes,
0: and you just said, like, the contrast between his first touch and uh, Nagby's first touch, something that I was going to get into is, do you think Zardes is going to see less playing time? Because, you know, Bobby Wood cementing himself um, into that number nine role. We're going to get Aaron Johansson back from injury. Um, and then we're seeing Nagby come into this, the roster, so... Um, Do you think that Zardis' playing time is going to go down in the future?
1: It's possible, uh, especially if Miguel Ibarra pans out and if Fabian Johnson plays in midfield more. Um, I think, well, I think Nagby's a better player. Uh, I mean, I don't. Jesse Zardis is not even the best outside midfielder on his club team, Uh, it's Sebastian Lecce. So, uh, I, I. I think he's a good player. I think he can develop. Obviously, there are there are rumors, or there's not rumors, but uh, Reading has sent in a three million dollar offer for him, um, which is interesting. Uh, I think he can develop into a good player. But I mean, it's just so frustrating when you know Michael Bradley, who was also you know who's also very good last night, or Jermaine Jones, or even Josie, are are bringing him in, into the play, and he just ruins it with his first touch. And we we saw it at the Gold Cup. We see it time and time again. He he really doesn't create a whole lot, and he's not that great at stretching the defense and getting behind. You know, uh, he, yeah. he doesn't... He, he, he made, go ahead. Uh, he made a good run to score. Yeah, I mean, I guess finished, I like, just
0: discounted the fact that he scored Yeah, but
1: even, even then, his first touch was terrible. He, almo- he almost took it away. He almost, he almost bottled his opportunity. So I, I, I think his playing time should go down as Nagby gets more and more involved in the national team. Um, uh, but right now I think, you know, Clinsman likes Zardes. I won't be surprised if he starts. Um, obviously we have one more match until January camp and then our next qualifiers are in March. So a lot can change in that time. Um, so we'll see going forward. Yeah.
0: Um, wow. That's almost when MLS starts. It It is when MLS starts. Yeah. Yeah. Um,
1: so yeah. The other one was me Oh yeah. I mean.
0: Yeah, Miyazga getting cap tied, the center back for the Red Bulls, one of the most promising American defenders, uh, showed really well in the U twenty World Cup. Yeah, so. um,
1: he sort of had a, like he had, he's had a meteoric rise too. Um, he uh, yeah, he, he he Last year, um, something that that sticks out in my mind is when Thierry Henry absolutely destroyed him on the field and was yelling at him. And I think I can't remember, but I think Taylor Twellman touched on it last night and how he responded to that, how he's been probably in the top three um, MLS defenders this year. Um, Here, He's only 20 years old. Uh, Chelsea wanted him. Um, Leicester City wanted him. I, I wouldn't be surprised if he moves uh, this January. Um, but he, he's... he. Not only is he physical and strong and good in the air, but he's also quick. He reads the game very, very well. He communicates very well. Um, and he really is a player to watch. And I think he... he uh, along with John Brooks and Cameron Carter-Vickers, I mean, those are three really good young center backs, um, and they can—I t- think—they can be something special together. Uh, although uh, Matt Beasley did look good last night too; he looked like he was back in form. But uh, once again, it's against St. Saints in the Grenadines, so I don't know. Um, but <laughs> Miazga—he uh, looked comfortable on the ball. He wasn't—he didn't look very nervous. Um, so. Uh, yeah. That it was nice to see him. Obviously, it's good to get him cap tied because uh, Poland was knocking on his door. Uh, they were inquiring about his services and wanted him. Um, and you know, it's the second time Jurgen Klinsmann has taken away a poll from the Germ- or from from Poland the Polish national team. Uh, Podolski, who is was Polish, uh, got his first cap for Germany under Jurgen Klinsmann. So there's that. Um, thought that was interesting, um, but. Yeah.
0: Yeah, one thing I wanted to mention, and uh, this is just going back to the front line, before you were mentioning uh, we might see a Miazga transfer. Uh, well, I guess this is different because Bobby Wood s- plays in Europe, but he plays in the Bundesliga second division, so do you want to see a transfer for Bobby Wood? What uh,
1: No, I think, you know, uh, he had a difficult club situation at uh, 1860 Munich, uh, but right now he's scoring goals, he's getting assists, he's playing well, um, and uh, I think uh, Union Berlin's a good fit for him right now. I think the best thing uh, at least in the very very near future, is for him to uh, get comfortable, um, and for him to continue to score in goals and develop as a player. Um, I mean, Union Berlin are in fourteenth place; they have no real shot at promotion right now. Um, so it, it, it's just maybe next summer, if, if that's what you're talking about. Definitely not in January. Uh, but eventually, I'd like him to see him. I, eventually, I'd like to see him move to the. Uh, uh, Bundesliga or or first yeah. uh, first league, yeah.
0: All right, why don't we talk about uh, the Trinidad and Tobago game? We briefly touched on it. Uh, our next qualifier is going to be on November seventeenth, Tuesday, uh, six thirty, I think, Eastern Time. So, uh, let's talk about what you think about this next game. Uh, Do you like to see the same midfield? Uh, I mean, if Jones is healthy, would you still want him there with Bradley?
1: Uh, yeah, I I, I would like to see Darlington Agby start in central midfield, uh, and maybe Josie, uh, and Fabian and Fabian Johnson and Bobby Wood up top, um, or maybe Jordan Morris. I don't know, but I'd like to see some sort of, some sort of variation, maybe a three, I'd love to see a three man midfield. Um, and, uh, you know, it's going to be tough because Trinidad, uh, is a very, they are a very attacking team. Um. They uh, they beat they they were able to beat Guatemala. It was two to one, granted, um, but uh, you know it was still a good um, it's a good win for them um, uh, on the road. Um, so it, it, they they are a uh, they're a very good team. Kenwin Jones is a great player for them. Um, uh, but going back, oh, this, to, this is still go a- ahead.
0: This is still a game that you think that Klinsman can go at the same approach in terms of possession. Well, I mean, I'd ball, like to right? see, yeah.
1: I think anything less than that is, is, is not good. Um, I, th- I think that's what we have to aim for. Uh, uh, yes, they are a very, very um, good team, um, at least in CONCACAF. Um, but, uh, you know, they're, they're, we're still a superior team. Um, we should be able to get possession um against them we should be able to attack uh I, I would I would like to see Clinchfield play the th- three man midfield with Darlington Nagbe because I think um we might need his creativity. Um I think we will end up seeing a 442 again. Uh uh so it'll be interesting to see how it pans out. Um you know their their defense is decent um so yeah.
0: Do you think that, like, if we did play a two-man midfield and Jermaine Jones wasn't healthy, that Klinsman would choose Cameron ahead of Nagby?
1: Cameron ahead of Nagby? Oh, a like defensive yeah, mid? yeah,
0: midfield? Yeah, and midfield. I mean, there's other center midfielders, Michael Roscoe. Or, Wait, center, def- or center or, yeah, defenders,
1: yeah. you mean? Yeah. Um, I, I think it's possible. Um, I mean, well, I mean, it depends if he wants to play Bradley in a more advanced role again. Uh, that's, that's really the main thing um and if if he does then i guess Cameron and Beckerman make more sense um i feel like if you do that though uh you're going to concede a little bit of possession i just think uh, i just think that the the big thing is i th- i really want to see the Nagbe get involved um so uh, <laughs> it's difficult um you know what? I, yeah, I i he probably would play Cameron there i think you're right about that i think that's something he would do um the other thing is is Tim Howard uh playing against Trinidad? I don't really understand this. Um, well, I guess I kind of do. They want to figure out who their number one keeper is, but i just I, I i don't
0: I mean they probably should have played Tim Howard in this game.
1: yeah well, yeah, that's the thing is, is Clint's been saying that Tim Howard is the number one, or are they just going to rotate um, so uh, it's it's um it's a weird situation i still, I think Bill Hamid's see- better than both of them, so.
0: Uh, yeah. Oh, wait, really? Yeah.
1: I mean, at least right now, ba- based on form. Um, and I think he really could make a jump to Europe. I think he should make a jump to Europe in uh, in, uh, in January. And to be honest, as an Everton fan, I'd love to see him with Everton. Uh, I mean, I think he's better than Tim Howard for sure. Um, but we'll, we'll see how Tim Howard does. He has been playing better a little bit recently for Everton. Um, so, I mean, if, if I were Klinsman in this game, I would just start
0: Guzan. That's just what I Yeah. Mean. I mean, even if Hamid is more talented. Well, yeah, I, I don't think, think this is the match for Hamid to start. Game. Yeah,
1: yeah that, that's, that's definitely. This is not the match to stick Hamid in there. Um, so, yeah.
0: All right. Uh, what do you think the score is going to be in this game?
1: Uh, I think it's going to be a 2 2 draw, to be honest. I hope we win. I think we can win, but uh, that's what I think.
0: I'm going to go with 3 1 to the U.S.
1: Okay. Why do you say that?
0: I mean, I think if we're solid at the back, then we can score goals on them. I think the problem is just going to be able to handle their speed. But if we see Yedlin at fullback, he needs to to show up, but I think he will. Um, And then, uh, yeah, I mean, hopefully Bobby and Johnson can get more back on defense to handle with the speed of some of their wingers. But I think overall we're definitely capable of scoring three goals, and we can win if we take advantage of our set pieces like we did in this game. I think... Think we could
1: do it. Yeah, that makes sense. I mean, that's fair enough. Uh, I mean, like, I won't be surprised if we win. I, th- I just think Trin- Trinidad is a hard place to play, first of all. Uh, also, they did so well at the at the Gold Cup. Um, yeah. So we'll see.
0: All right. Uh, why don't we talk about some other international games that have been going on? So first, we'll stick with the CONCACAF World Cup qualifying. Um, the Canada... Uh, I'm sorry. Canada beat... Honduras, one zero at home. Square Wait, the did, you say, the did you south. say,
1: did you say Canada?
0: <laughs> yeah.
1: I mean, you know, people say the Ukraine, so. I don't know. It's a thing, maybe.
0: There might be a reason for the Ukraine thing, if you can only pick out that no, no, example. Well,
1: well, people, because it's part of, this. it's part of the old Soviet bloc. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. I, why Why are we talking about this um, so yeah Canada got a 1-0 win it's a great win for them uh, you know a lot of people didn't think that they were going to make it out of this group um, and into the hex but they they have a real shot now I think obviously it's a win at home um, so you might expect them to do it but the team looked very very good I, I would say it was a deserved win for them and um, Kyle Lahren continues to blossom into a great striker. He scored the goal. Uh, I'll a little bit lucky. It was Will Johnson's header that went off Kyle Lahren's back, I want to say, um, that went in. Uh, but Junior Hoylet just adds a whole nother dimension to this team. They have no one near his quality really on the outside. Uh, uh, Toussaint Ricketts is, uh, all right, but he's nowhere near, um, what, uh, what, uh, Canada did, uh, or what, what, uh, Hoylet does. Um, Will Johnson back healthy looks so, so good in that midfield. Um, and, you know, I can't wait to see what this team can do. I I, I would be hesitant to be overly excited, um, but it's a big, big three points for them, a huge three points for them, especially against a team that beat them 8 1 to put them out of the hex last time. Um, so uh, I'm excited. Yeah. Do you think, oh, sorry, go ahead.
0: Do you think Coylette's in his prime right now, 25 years old? Uh,
1: yeah. <laughs> I mean, yeah. Okay.
0: I. I I, I was just wondering if you think you, we're going to see. better. Well, yeah, I think
1: we could. could. I mean, he, i don't think he's done developing, if that's what you mean. Yeah, I mean,
0: I, I wasn't saying that. I was saying it the other way around. Like, oh, you, could he still? I mean, like, like at 27 years old, will he be like, be doing more, even more impressive things on the
1: Maybe I think once he once he gets more uh, integrated into the team, he can. I mean, there's no reason he can't. He's a very, very talented player. I I don't know how much he's playing for QPR, um, but uh, yeah, it'll be interesting to see what happens to him. Um, Also, another thing, it was great to see Canada playing in Vancouver. That was awesome. It's been a long time since I've seen that. They usually just play in Toronto. Um, So that was cool. That was cool to see.
0: Yeah. All right. And so let's go to Conmebol, where I was trying to make (laughs) you pronounce it really well, but that was stupid since it's an acronym. Um, Argentina tied Brazil at home 1-1. Argentina sits in eighth after the game, and Brazil sits in fourth. Uh, the top I believe Argentina's in Colorado ninth, World actually. the fifth team goes to the intercontinental Right, playoff.
1: Yeah, fifth place team goes to the intercontinental. I believe Argentina's in ninth, actually. Oh,
0: yeah. Um, yeah but that.
1: yeah, they have two points after uh, three games. Um, and uh, Ecuador are in first place, so good for them. Um, just, you know, to go down the list, Chile are in second, Uruguay third, Brazil fourth, Paraguay fifth, Colombia sixth, uh, and then Bolivia seventh. I mean, really, there's only... There's only th- seven points or there's only nine points between first and 10th. Um, so it, it's still, there's all to play for. Um, Ecuador could still collapse. Argentina, I, I mean, I think we'll qualify for the world cup. Um, but ye, yeah, it, it's, it's obviously Lionel Messi is not there. Um, they were able to score a good goal. Um, Lavezzi was able to score a good goal. Uh, Gonzalo Higuain with a nice cross. Um, that being said, they really do need to start getting results. Uh, Brazil, on the other hand, um, also, I I guess the 1-1 draw is okay for them. Um, they're, they're in fourth. Um, but really, it's been an uninspiring uh, qualifying campaign. Uh, and uh, it'll be interesting to see what Dunga go, does going forward.
0: I, I think, yeah, I think Chile is going to come out on top.
1: Oh, okay, yeah. I mean... It it doesn't really matter at that point.
0: Yeah, it doesn't. So. Actually, but.
1: <laughs> but yeah.
0: Well, I mean, it would help them in in the coefficients to maybe be ranked possibly before the World Cup right. draw. Yeah, or the seeded. But. Yeah, that makes sense. Wait, didn't did, didn't you say that now the top sixteen are being seeded?
1: No, I, I didn't say that. Are they?
0: Oh. Uh, maybe I heard that from somewhere else. I don't know. I thought they were changing it for the next. They World change Cup. it
1: like every World Cup. It's so stupid.
0: Okay. I, I no one knows.
1: We didn't we didn't really know until a couple months before last time
0: okay. So, maybe, yeah, I don't, I don't know. Um, alright, so, uh, another game in Colombia was Peru beating Paraguay 1-0. to Uh,
1: yeah, Peru, um, obviously they did very well in the CONCACAF, or not the CONCACAF, um, the, uh, wow, I'm blanking on the name of it, uh, the Copa America, that's what it is. Uh, they, they did well, uh, to make it to the semifinals, um, but, uh, yeah, yeah, they, they are currently in eighth place, um. Which is, you know, which is not that great, uh, but they did get a big result against Paraguay, who, uh, up until that point, were playing pretty well. They, uh, who, they are currently in in fifth place, um, but but Peru um, is it was able to uh, come come back and um, come back and uh, get a result against them. Uh, obviously, uh, what, the the one loss that Peru had in a World Cup qualifying was against Chile. Um, You know, they were playing well. It was 2-2 for a while. Um, Or, sorry, no, it wasn't 2-2. Chile Chile got uh, off to um, a 1-0 lead. Uh, Then Peru Peru tied it up at 1-1. And then Peru took the 2-1 lead, and then Chile scored uh, three straight goals. Uh, It went up 4-1. Or 4-2, excuse me. Um, So, uh, obviously... They were hoping they could have done better there. But overall, look, Perigo, uh, Peru looks like a team that might be able to qualify. It'll be interesting to see how this all pans out because uh, uh, save maybe Bolivia and Venezuela, although Bolivia aren't playing are playing pretty well too, I wouldn't be surprised if any of the teams qualifying or, or in qualifying actually do qualify for uh, the World Cup.
0: All right, why don't we move over to UEFA where we saw the first leg... Of the Europa or no, the European Championship 2016 qualifiers Play- playoff, Of uh, well, the playoff yeah. round, yeah. Um, all right, so the first game that we're
1: going to cover is Bosnia tying Ireland one-one at home. Yeah, I mean this was this was an interesting match to watch just because of the fog. You really couldn't see anything. Um, so yeah, uh, Ireland opened up the scoring. Uh, Robbie Brady was able to score um, in the 82nd minute, uh, and then Jecko scored uh, a nice tap-in. Or not really a happened. I guess that's being kind of modest. Um, he was able to score a decent goal um, to, give, uh, to give Bosnia um, a 1-1 draw and a big, a big goal uh, away from home. Um, so Bosnia are really in the driver's seat and should be able to finish it off at home. Uh, unfortunate for Ireland, I would like to see Ireland qualify because their fans are so good, um, and it's so much fun to see them in the stands. They were so, they were so fantastic at the 2012 Euros in Poland and Ukraine.
0: All right, next game is Ukraine beating Slovenia 2-0 at
1: home. Yarmolenko scored the first goal. Yeah, how how good is Yarmolenko? Yarmolenko is, I mean, he just absolutely destroyed a player to- um, and it was able to slot at home. And then uh, Sleznyov was able to score in the 54th minute to give it a 2-0 win. Uh, Slovenia had their chances. A couple of bad touches in the box um, really let them down. Um, a couple of good saves by U- Ukraine's uh, keeper, um, uh uh, Piatov, I believe is his name, um, uh, kept bo- uh, kept Ukraine in the driver's seat for this match. Um, but um, I don't think Slovenia is out of it. They have some good players. Uh, they have uh, Bursa, who's obviously a good player, Campbell from uh, uh, Byron Leverkusen. Um, so th- they're a team that I think aren't out of it, but Ukraine um, able to get the 2-0 win at home. And, I mean, they're just a good team. Konov Polyanka and Yarmolenko on the wings. I mean, that that... that that's just such a luxury to have both of them on that team. Yeah.
0: All right. Uh, Sweden, Denmark. Sweden won 2-1. to one. Ibrahimovic scored a penalty in the 15th minute.
1: Yeah. Um, Sweden opened up the score uh, early on, um, and then uh, Zlatan was able to... Uh, uh, Forsberg was able to score a very nice goal in the 45th minute. Uh, Ibra then doubled the lead in the 50th minute on a penalty. Kind of soft. But then Denmark, uh, Jorgensen was able to score a big, big away goal um, in the 80th minute uh, uh, off a corner, um, a nice uh, tap and finish uh, after it was flicked onto him. Um, so it was it was uh, it's a big goal for them, and they they have everything to play for too. Uh, they they uh, should uh, feel good about themselves going home. Uh, that being said, I think Sweden will advance. Uh, and I, I just really want to see Zlatan uh, in a major competition. I mean, who doesn't? So, and it could be his last.
0: Yeah. Uh, Norway lost to Hungary zero to one. Yeah, Hungary. that
1: was a terrible result for them. Um, Hungary, man, they, they're surprising some people. Uh, Klein Heisler, the uh, debutante, was able to score in the 26th minute. A nice goal. I don't really know what the goalkeeper was doing. He sort of whiffed on the ball. Uh, but it was still a nice goal he created for himself. Uh, and a big, big win for Hungary going back home with a 1-0 win on the road.
0: All right. Uh, so do you want to do your predictions for the second leg of these games?
1: Uh, yeah, I think, I think Bosnia is going to win 2-0 at home. Uh, I think... Uh, just attacking wise with Jeko up there, um, and I think Bosnia is
0: away in the second leg.
1: No, they're at home. The first leg was played in Ireland, wasn't it? No. Are you sure? No.
0: Yeah, I don't, I don't think Zeneca is in Ireland. <laughs> Wait.
1: Okay. Well, we'll check. Okay. Uh, yeah. I ju- yeah. I just checked again. Okay, yeah. Bosnia is at home. Bosnia is at home in the second leg.
0: Yeah. yeah. No. 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 They're at home. They're at home in the first leg. Sal, so, I don't think so. <laughs> okay, I'm looking at it right now. But all right. Okay. All right. It, it, regardless it's Okay, yeah, yeah, you're one right, one you're one.
1: right. Sorry. Okay, you're right. So, I still think I, I think I still think Bosnia are going to win um on the road. Wow. Okay. I don't know why I thought they were at home. I, Ireland, uh, it was really foggy. I really couldn't tell um from the from the, uh, what, what I was watching. Um so uh yeah, so uh Bosnia um uh, I think they will win. Attacking-wise, they are just too good going forward um, with Dzeko. And then they obviously have Pjanic in the midfield, who is one of my favorite players. Um, uh, so, but uh, Ireland have a shot. Uh, obviously getting that 1-0 result uh, on the road, I apologize for my, mis- my mistake. Um, uh, they, they, Brady, they, they have an opportunity. They have one of the best uh, uh, home atmospheres in the world. Uh, but I still think Bosnia uh, on the road will get the result. So do I.
0: Wait,
1: well, uh, that's because you're a so, borderline Bosnia fan.
0: Well, Bosnia's...
1: Or Bosnia and Herzegovina. Herzegovina's important, too.
0: Okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, true. Uh, that's probably my, like, my favorite national team in UEFA, just because they have two Roma players. Yeah. I mean, I guess Italy has multiple Roma players, but I don't... Yeah. I mean, Are they I don't, too good? I They're not hipster enough for you? Yeah, I guess that. I mean, I just <laughs> see, like... <laughs> I don't know. It's it's weird when, like, I see tweets from, like, other people in, like, other fans in Serie A, and then, like, yeah. tweet, and then they just, like, unite. Because, like, in MLS, I feel like, because, like, I see, like, MLS tweets a lot, too. Like, there's not really, like, there's more hatred, I feel like, between Serie A teams. But it's just weird when they unite over Azuri or whatever.
1: Well, yeah, I mean, so. that's that's something you happen, that happens in England, too. Like, Everton fans won't root for Sturridge. I mean, a lot won't, Yeah. So. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Definitely weird. Uh, and also Mir Pjanic is just one of my he's so good. as well. He's so good. So, he's so good. All right. Best What's the
1: next match that you want me to give you a prediction?
0: Uh, Norway away versus Hungary. Uh,
1: I think Hungary is going to win 3-0. Uh, Attacking-wise, they really took it to Norway. Um, uh, Norway did have their chances, um, but I, I just think Hungary is the superior team right now. Uh, and I think they're going to win three nothing. I think they're going to win big at home and book their place in the Euros.
0: Slovenia versus Ukraine at home. Or Slovenia at home.
1: Yeah, I think it's going to be a one-one draw. Uh, Ukraine will end up go- going it, uh, on a th- going to the Euros on a three-one aggregate. Um, I don't think U- Ukraine will throw everything at them, but they they just have so much attacking talent on those wings, um, and they have a good defense too, a good solid defense. So uh, I think. Um, Slovenia will be able to get a goal, maybe Birsa scores, um, but, uh, yeah, I think, I think, uh, Yarmolenko and Konoplanca are too good. Uh,
0: Denmark versus Sweden
1: in Copenhagen. Uh, I'm gonna say a 1-1 draw, and Sweden goes through, just because I want to see Ibra. Um, this match, I think, it, I really can go, uh, either way. I think this is one of the closer ones, to be honest, um, in, in, in the, uh, Euro qualifiers Um But I really I just really think That Zlatan Is gonna Uh Work his magic And and carry the team To the Euros
0: Yeah Yeah I think so too I mean I don't know If I think so But I just want to see Sweden just like you Right
1: You know Yeah
0: Such a legend Alright Um Okay (laughs) So I guess our next team Is India Beating Guam 1-0 Yeah Robin This is no longer Part of UEFA In case you're wondering (laughs) Um I don't,
1: I don't know anything about this game, so I'm really Yeah, well, India uh, beat um, Guam 1-0 at home. Uh, it, was a, it was a good atmosphere for the Indians. Um, they were able to get their first win of qual- uh, this round of qualifying. Robin Singh with a great goal, creating it all by himself and just a wonderful finish into the upper 90 um, in the 11th minute. Uh, India, of course, lost to Guam on the road. Um, AJ De La Garza in Guam, I might add. So, you know, there's a couple of different elements here. Uh, AJ De La Garza, an MLS player, former Defender of the Year, and India. We're of Indian descent, so. Uh, I just want to put it in there because, you know, uh, the Asian Confederation is important, too. Oh,
0: it- was that the most important game in the How Asian does
1: Confederation? That does that matter? Does
0: that really matter? No, <laughs> not really, I guess. I guess we weren't the most important game in... Okay, but that's completely different. I don't know why I'm... On your side for now. <laughs> no. We're done with India highlights. What do okay. you mean we're done with India? Like, forever? I
1: mean, unless, like... Yeah. I mean, it was an important match. It was a must-win match for India.
0: Okay, but... I mean, there's there's other uh, must-win matches. We're supposed to be, like... Like... Besides the U.S. national team, we're supposed to be pretty, like, unbiased. Yeah, I know. <laughs> But you know what I mean, to be
1: honest, towards? India's out of it. Ambitious, they, they have, they have right, three points. Actually, points. Oh,
0: sorry. Go ahead. Well, we're biased for good reason because this is an amazing company. So you should go to ambitiousstrike.com. Uh, you can find any, anything from men's t shirts to women's tank tops. And if you want 15% off on your entire purchase, enter the code Brothers at checkout.
1: Yeah, enter the code Brothers at A M B I T I O U S at S T R Y K dot com. Go check them out. Uh, and why is Singapore doing better than India? My God. <laughs> um, so um, it's it's uh, well yeah. Go check out Ambitious Strike. Uh, they're a great company. Um, and also, just hit 400 followers on Twitter. Oh, sweet! Uh, nice mark. Um, and uh, the other thing is, uh, w- go we, follow. Them. Yeah, go definitely go follow them on, on Twitter. Um, also, go check out our Facebook page. That's new. Um, but also. I forgot what I was going to say. so.
0: <laughs> you want to play TV? Yeah, let's do
1: it. Can we, can, we, can we figure out a name for this game?
0: <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I haven't even like, thought about the it. The name of our while, game
1: like... is To Be Determined.
0: Yeah, I know. Well, okay. Uh, do you want to... <laughs> okay, wait, wait, why wait, why wait one, one thing.
1: The thing I was forgetting is um, we are working on a t-shirt, a Soccer Brothers t-shirt. Um, so, uh, once again, uh, we're working on it. Uh, look forward to that because they're going to be awesome. Okay, TBD. Whose turn is it?
0: Um, I think it is my yeah, turn to give you a yeah. player, actually. yeah. Alright. Um, Alright, yeah. Uh, okay. So, okay, wait. Can I ask you a question about this before I ask you a player? Uh, okay. Like, does the, like, what if it's clear that the player is going to make the World Cup you just want, I just want you to talk about that.
1: Uh that's fine. I mean,
0: but like would you rather have a player where it's like borderline, like they might not go to the World Cup.
1: Is anything really clear?
0: Okay. I mean like it's not the US national. Yeah,
1: League. yeah, yeah. Okay. I'm just saying.
0: Okay. Uh I'll
1: go. Okay. <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Alright, my player is Konoplyanka of Sevilla.
1: Okay. Konoplyanka, the Ukrainian winger. Okay. So uh we didn't explain the game. So, like, as you just heard, Sahil asked me a player, and I have to answer three questions. What do I think of his game? Where do I rate him in the national team pool? And will he play at the two—he or or she? I guess it could be she. Uh, We haven't gone there yet, but probably at some point. Um, And um, will he or she um, make the 2018 World Cup squad, uh, assuming that their team qualifies?
0: Well, actually, the Women's World Cup isn't in 2018.
1: Okay, yeah, you're right. Sorry. 2018 or 2019 World Cup squad? Um, yeah. Okay, so Kono Priyanka. I'm a big fan of Kono Plianka. He's been uh, playing very, very well for Sevilla in Spain. Um, uh, he opted to not go to England. He didn't want to play there. Um, he's a very, very pacey player um, on that left wing. He can either cut in onto his right or uh, uh, he is a naturally left-footed player. Um, he can whip in a, a good cross into the box. Uh, and then he and Yarmolenko on the wings are just always dangerous um, and uh, he's really been a, a very, very good player for Sevilla. Also, a very good player for Ukraine. I think he he has been overshadowed a little bit by Yarmolenko um, for the Ukrainian national team. Uh, but I mean, he's every bit as good. I'd say uh, they're both just they're both fantastic. So that's what I think of his game. Where do I rate him in the pool? I think he's the second best winger on the team, uh, except behind Yarmolenko. Um, and will he be at the 2018 World Cup? Yeah, if he's if Ukraine qualifies, he will be there. Andy's healthy. Well, yeah.
0: All right. Uh, well, that's going to wrap up the show. We have an email for this podcast at SoccerBrothersPodcast at gmail.com. We also have a Twitter at Soccer Bros Pod. My brother's Twitter is at BigTimeBrownie. My Twitter is at ASR underscore Sal. We also have a Facebook page right now. Make <laughs> sure to like that. Sorry. Um, you can leave a review or a rating for us on iTunes or leave a comment or follow us on SoundCloud. Uh, and follow Ambitious Strike on Twitter. I believe it's just Ambitious Strike with an underscore in between Ambitious and Strike.
1: Yeah. Uh, go check them out. We'll have a link to their Twitter in the description as well this time. Uh, thank you guys for listening. Uh, we'll be back after the next U.S. Uh, national team match. See you then.